Yo, set it up, DJ. We're going to do things. Oh, yeah. We're going to do things a little differently today. We're going to get dropped off YouTube for this <laughs> if we don't. Like, uh, demonetize. Like, stop it. It's just in de- a minute. Demonetize. But you get the feeling. Yeah. So, you guys know this episode's about changes. Wait, Life worth living should I blast, blast myself. myself. I'm tired of being poor and even worse than black. My stomach hurts. I'm looking for a purse to Negro. <laughs> He's a hero. Hey, my mouth on the welfare. Step back, watch us kill each other. That's what he said. Two shots in the dark. Now he was dead. But we can never go nowhere unless we share with each other. Got a city as a brother instead of two distant strangers And that's how it's supposed to be If he's close to me That's the way it is Oh, that's the way it is That's the way it is How we love some Tupac Good to see you Good to see you, bro Love you, man Love you, see And we're rocking the, the, the hats now the, the winter hats Winter hats, we're baby out We're out here 42 degrees out Just like out of nowhere It's like two days ago We were fine We were, we were hot Yeah we were hot, <laughs> we were hot. Was, Yeah we were hot Like two yeah. days ago Now it's just like uh, We got winter okay. jackets Winter jackets like, I don't know Do you want to go outside like, I don't want to be outside I've got my long johns on I'm like damn How <laughs> 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 to break out the long johns This early You're just bragging <laughs> I got I got medium johns <laughs> Jimmy's bragging about it The size of his johns <laughs> Johnny's. <laughs> you got big John. <laughs> Your John's still in the closet, okay? You, you didn't pour yours out yet. He's got regular size John. Here's <laughs> a regular John. I keep getting emails about getting bigger Johns. <laughs> if you like bigger Johns now, yeah. are you upset about the size of your Johns? <laughs> Sorry, bro. I've got I've got a size 30 waist. It is what it is. <laughs> Those are long Johns. Those are long Johns, boy. Yeah, man. So, what are we talking about today? What's good? Um, what's good? But we were talking about budgeting all week, and and, um, and uh, all this, yeah, how it relates to jujitsu and stuff like that. But before we get into the serious stuff, uh, I just wanted to uh, say uh, we've retooled the whole situation here, and uh, yeah. and I love it. I think it's really comfortable. It's, it's spacious. Nice. It's. Uh yeah, it's cozy. cool. Yes, yeah, this is our new jam. We're it's gonna really, do it this way. It's really minimalistic too. You know, just got yeah. the table here, post it up. And, uh, I'm supposed to not reach down. He said, "I gotta pull this thing." So I gotta. He said, it looks "He's like this." Uh, if I do this, I'm like, uh, hey, "Hey," and then I'm, you know, one shot, bam. Yeah, like yeah. Could be super casual, just like right here. But. Yeah, so it's a surprise podcast. We went yep. and had breakfast, and um, and then uh, we were gonna do some work, and then we're like, "Would you rather podcast?" Right. <laughs> We were at the Coffee of Friendship, guys. It was nice. Yeah, yeah. Friendship Coffee is a killer coffee. place. They have good food. It's on Wilmington Island. They're a yeah. sponsor. Yeah, because oh. we ate their burritos. Oh yeah, you guys are sponsors now. So yeah, I should ask them if they want to sponsor our podcast. They won't, but they <laughs> they have really good stuff. Who knows? Maybe they listen to it. They're like, "Yo, let's sponsor those guys." Could you in. imagine? Yeah, I mean, we we roll, go to Friendship, hang out for a second, come here. Actually, yeah. that'd be really cool. Dope, I haven't even. Dope. Yeah, I'm Let's so bad at the social media stuff that like I don't go seek out sponsors for us or anything like that. But, I'm still like figuring out all the tools. But yeah, you're such such a good communicator, so it's like you just yeah just yeah. Face to face, I can sell anybody on anything. Yeah. But then when it comes to like marketing on social media, people are like, "Why are you still on Facebook, dummy?" <laughs> like, uh, what about TikTok? <laughs> what about? Instagram Reels. Wait a second. Instagram Reels has taken over TikTok. I think so. I, th- I, I, don't, okay. have a, I don't have a TikTok. So, I think so. so when I watch Reels, like it's on Instagram. Like, yeah. And they're it's... pretty much the same thing. Yeah, it's the same thing, only it's easier on Instagram Reels. Right. And you're yeah. on your Instagram and you're on Reels. You don't have to go to a separate you know app what, for it. You know what I want to do on Reels for uh, Timothy, Tybee Timothy uh, from my Barefoot Comedy uh, yeah. podcast Instagram? Plug, plug that. Plug that. No, I want to do a Reels <laughs> with the song Mother by Danzig. Do you know that song? No. Oh, my gosh. I've been listening to this song. Um, We're just going to play a bunch of songs for you guys and just yeah. <laughs> hang out and sing them. Yeah. Here, I'll open it up. Yeah, this is crazy. This song is so cool, and I... Uh, forgot uh, about it. There it is, right there. Tybee Timothy. Have you ever heard this song? No. Here we'll do this. Mother. You never heard this, but it'd be perfect oh, for Tybee Timothy because he lives with his mom. It sounds familiar now. Oh, I heard this. I heard this. My words, what they mean, what they say, mother. mother. Yeah, it's like you know, metal. But yeah, there's just one like line 
where he, where he goes, Father, do you want to bang heads with me? Bang. Do you want to feel everything? Father! This man's got pipes. So you got pipes. Yeah. <laughs> Not about to see your light. Uh, but if you want to bang heads with me, I will show you what it's like. <laughs> Hey. Till y'all bleeding. Hey. Oh man, go off. It's nuts. Go off. Yeah, it's just such a tough song. And but I think of jujitsu. Yeah, you know what? It, what during that song, <laughs> Father, You're do like you want to bang heads with me? <laughs> yeah. Do you want to feel everything? That's what that's what we're doing on the mats with each yeah, other. Yeah, man. Like Feeling that brotherhood, real. that tight brotherhood yeah. bond. Yeah. Yeah, I think of I could be listening to Ray Conniff singers or some old, you know, whatever big band, you know, whatever it is. And still be thinking about jujitsu. <laughs> That's what we do here. We just relate anything and everything to jujitsu. So it's like it's sort of perverted. Yeah. <laughs> like it's constant. We're gonna take this thing and perverse it. <laughs> yeah, it's like make it perverse. Yeah, it doesn't even feel like reaching because the people that listen apparently are having the same problem. Where yeah. everything's just jujitsu. Hey, look who's here, Zaid. Uh, Zaid. Zaid. Ooh, bro. Were you there when Jacob Couch smoked that dude? Hey, Oaxaca. Shout out to Oaxaca, man. Shout yeah. out to Oaxaca. Yeah, Oaxaca. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Oaxaca. Yeah, yeah that's good. Were you there? Hey, answer this uh, in the comments, bro. Were you there? Were you there with uh, Daisy Fresh when um, when uh, Couch? Um, beat that guy last did you see that on yeah, flow grappling I, I saw that oh man he's he's coming up Jake that was wicked that a was beast. a nice like transition and and series and chaining and he, bop, bop, bop. yeah he's just flowing effortlessly through moves it's impressive it's impressive yeah and, and his, his ability to wrestle up and like use his guard at the same time it's just incredible man like yeah, I yeah, was actually kind of good. I was actually kind of inspired by a lot of his grappling he says like, yes oh. of course oh yeah why of course <laughs> That's the teammate. That's oh, squad. oh squad. hey, Come hey, on. what about us? <laughs> you weren't at my show. <laughs> I do shows you weren't there. I was your teammate he once. He doesn't rock with us no Remember more. Remember when I was your teammate, Zaid? He doesn't rock with us no more. <laughs> You're like Ian, only with technique. Yo, I want to <laughs> know. Did you hear that? Did you hear what I just said? Yeah. <laughs> he's coming for you. He's, he's almost in the chats. He's like, <laughs> he's like gearing up right now to get in here. <laughs> oh, he watched it in the gym. Yeah, I mean. I wonder if you're training with Mikey Zaid. That'd be cool. Oh, Mikey's with them now. Yeah, Mikey's with them. Yeah, uh, Zaid, are you training with them? Mikey uh, Musumichi? I love that name. Yeah. The Pizza Mus- Man? Musumichi. The Pizza Man? <laughs> <A> Musumichi. <laughs> Mikey Musumichi. Italian. So, uh, so, yeah. So, what else do you want? You had some topics. And oh. also, oh, I wanted to do one quick one. Here what? we go. Should we do the uh, thing? Okay, here we go. Uh, and uh, you know what it's time for? Oh, snap. Oh! It's the fake MMA news. That's Noticias Falsificadas. That's the news that is not real, and it's we made it up. Uh, but now that you've heard it, you can't unhear it. This is a repeat, but a good one. High Rollers, the production, the promotion uh, that uh, promotes marijuana and jujitsu together. You got a stone roll. What a great concept. Uh, Rolling stones. Stone rolling. Rolling and, stones, um, baby. And uh, could use a little higher production value. But anyway, <laughs> they've started a new... They've started a new promotion for MMA called MMMA, Meth oh. Mixed Martial Arts. Oh, word. Which is, word. Uh, they promote uh, the use of methamphetamine prior to your roles. It'll be, uh, I mean, prior to your fights. It'll be uh, 20, 30-second rounds. Damn. And in between rounds, they'll completely clean the cage each time. <laughs> <laughs> and the competitors. And since all the competitors come without front right teeth, they're going to use all the money that they saved on mouthpieces to buy Sudafed. And that's it for the fake MMA news. Noticias Prospecadas. It's the news that's not news because we made it up. But now that you've heard it, and unhear it. That's it, dog. That's dope. I like that. <laughs> That's the new format. We're gonna do one of those each each podcast. It's pretty cool. It's pretty cool. So um, you had a bunch of topics you want to talk about too. Oh man, just micro topics. Just you want to do the budgeting thing? I th- I think the budgeting thing is great. I mean, we already talked about that. But we talked about making. Like, did we talk about it on the podcast? We kind of did. I mean, we didn't. No, we didn't. We, we didn't relate it to jujitsu, but we talked we about to. budgeting. Yeah. I Here's the deal with budgeting, and we, we realize us talking about it together. I've always had an issue with budgeting. Budgeting is not easy. Um, ha- you know, consistently budgeting your own money and yeah. time and all this, um, but mainly money. Um, it's tantamount to or 
exactly analogous to these are stupid words it's <laughs> just, just like words the it's just like um in jujitsu when you when you're uh controlling you have to you have to get to get to the position yeah. to be able to submit or yeah. else you're playing catch so you have to be able to learn to control and i think at the higher levels you start learning how to control your opponent you get to the position where you can control them then mm-hmm. you control them you don't give anything up as you bring yourself into position to submit and then you submit the person um that's what budgeting is yeah. financial control um on the way to the submission or the win you know the victory the savings yeah and i love the way you put it about you know catching if if you're not if you're not controlling you're just like playing catch right mm-hmm. you're like oh hoping you open and close open and close you've got to be in it you've got to be present and uh it's interesting how you uh you're talking about budgeting your energy and your time because time is money you know so it's yeah like, it's mostly your time cause, because your time can become anything in fact you're someone's 10 years and someone else's 10 years are completely different oh, yeah. so like so how how i'm using my time on the mats versus you maybe when you're in there you're not like training consciously yeah, that's true too. You know? Yeah, you could be training all the time and doing it wrong Just and getting doing, nowhere. Yeah, and what's the point? Creating uh, all these negative uh, bad habits because yeah, then you got to unlearn. Oh man, so your cost you're double time. Double time. A lot of people are on double, triple time. Even mm-hmm. I'm like double, <laughs> triple. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's like no way. <laughs> I'll be spending money just like my jujitsu. Some random stuff. Who says? Zaid. <laughs> he does. Playing catch. He, he does. He's, he's playing catch. He's buying all kinds of stuff. Same thing over and over. Just keep buying those Oculus Rift goggles <laughs> over and over. It broke. Oh, I got, I got the one. new ones. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but yeah. Uh, but yeah, that's what, to me, I feel like I never, I just didn't, uh, it was the same with my jujitsu. Mm-hmm. I wasn't aware of the control element. Yeah. And, uh, and money's got to happen that way or else it just like slips out of your hands. It's constantly just floating around like you said Mm -hmm. you're not getting anywhere with it you can do it all you want right you know you spend the money you use the money you whatever but you're not getting anywhere yeah it's uh it's a serious problem because time management i think has always been one of my uh flaws (laughs) is managing my time because i just kind of i tend to throw it in any in which direction that I'm like, ah, I see a vision in that. And sometimes it's like the lack of priority. I think in jujitsu, you really have to consider priority. If you want to budget because you're like, okay, this grip is more important than that grip. So I need to make sure I break this now and control here before I move. The priority is out of whack. The order isn't uh, consistent and it's not, it's not systematic. There's no approach. And I think sometimes that can uh, waste your time and uh, waste. And you, if you don't have a budget, you don't really know where you're going. Yeah. And it's, it seems like, uh, once I started to get that the hang of that in jujitsu, it, it really helped me in my ability to control because you know where to put certain things and you put the importance in it. Like this week, we're doing uh, back attack stuff, right? So James is man, starting. that's been really good by the way, incredible. James is man. I think sometimes we, uh, I don't know, not we, maybe no one, maybe we all have an appreciation that is understood. But man, people who started with James and have never trained with anybody else or don't really know what other gyms are like, I guess they don't have an experience of that. Maybe we, we take it for granted, but he's an incredible teacher and communicator and, and the way he can he can express his uh, his art and his uh, thought about it, his knowledge through it, through his body, the way he moves and the way he feels, man, it's super consistent. You know, sometimes you might hear somebody talk about something, but then you're like, well, you're not living that. When James teaches it, like he literally does it in the next role. Yeah, he was saying that. He was last, saying that. He was saying yeah, that last class. Yeah, because he does. Ago, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, he said it last night too. Oh yeah. yeah then was, after after he teaches it, then he catches all that. He, same he stuff. was rolling with Brian, purple ball Brian. You know, leg lock and Brian. Ah, uh, trucking Brian. Trucking Brian, man. He just keeps trucking along. Talk some trash about that guy. I just have to avoid his leg locks. I'm like, man. <laughs> I'm like, I just because Brian. But sometimes it's fun to get into the leg lock game with Brian because he really understands it. And he's got these really long, linky legs. Yeah, they're very similar to mine. I'm like, dang, this is really annoying. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. I get a taste of my. Medicine it's true, man. He's he's threatened me with a couple good triangles before, but yeah. usually it's the truck that gets me. He'll get my one hip and, and control it from yeah. the just like the stuff we've been working on. Yeah, oh yeah. Ooh, man, he's got some super sticky hooks too. Like shout out to Brian, like he's got sticky hooks. But he was rolling with James last night, and uh, James literally did the truck on him and it was like well i just he said it to somebody he said it to mark waller he's like well i just taught it like, like five minutes ago fresh so, in my mind yeah, it's fresh in my mind so yeah he he's a testament to the way to think about you just to go back to hey let's say this then let's do this then how about this thank you to our sponsor gjjsav gracie jujitsu savannah the best place in the world to train the best martial art in the world under the best dude in the world under the best other dude in the world the best dude in the world who was under the best dude who's not in the world and then also in the best place in the world with the best friends in the world and um I don't know, man. Yeah, in this world, like we're just in the world. In the, in the best world. temperature in the world now because we're like because <laughs> we're, we're chilling. Time to chill. Yeah, 
<laughs> Everybody was hot and slow, and now it's like, no, nah, you got to move. Get the shaking. Do what you got to do so you can keep warm. Get the shaking. Get the shaking. <laughs> I love it. Do the, the change. Uh, put in the thing. Zayed, you must be freezing. It's probably snowing where you are. Um, but like, the, I love the transition into fall here in Savannah because yeah. it's not horrible. Um, we get surf. You know, the surf starts coming in. Like we went surf this morning, and uh, me and my son Grayson, who's had his birthday by the way, it's his thirteenth yeah, birthday. 13. He's what? a man, and uh, we don't have. You know what? It's a bummer. We don't have in. Um, you know. Cisgender white America, no, like whatever, mitzvah, whatever I'm doing. Bat yeah. mitzvahs are like coming to age. Of we being don't man. have any of that. Yeah, we don't. Good yeah, we coming don't. of age cultural yeah, stuff. Coming of age. Yeah, it's you major. know, in, in African we're, culture, we're it's huge. Yeah. In uh, Jewish culture, it's huge. In in all these, um, you know, different cultures are more like refined in that way. They have these coming of ages, mm-hmm. and it's like we've lost that. I don't know. I mean, yeah. I guess people do it in a way, but yeah, I think we're also in a different time now, where there's a lot of people or their ideas or there's no particular way of being so how can you come to age of something that it's so fluid now you know so i think i think with the way things are getting it's like everything's getting smeared like there's a bunch of colors by themselves and it's all getting super smeared even more and more smeared yeah like i think that's a jewish word too that's smear bagel smear bagel smear yeah Yeah. bagel smear smeared like on a bagel yeah i can see in fact my fun fact i was smearing bagels when i met james you were smearing. I was smearing when I met you. That was a coming of age. Yes. See, that was your bar mitzvah. <laughs> See what I'm saying? So, he so really connected that. My son, my son, my son, we've been verbalizing it. So yeah. this is what we do with our 13-year-old. We verbalize uh, the the you know coming of age. So he's like, um, you know, he's been more responsible lately. And mm-hmm. so when I gave him his phone, uh, yeah, which, he's mini. never had a phone. You, you, yeah, Jimmy and I went to the thing and we got him an iPhone mini together. And, um, cause I don't, you know, I'm an older guy. I'm, I'm like, I'm what, a, what does I'm he a, need? Yeah, right. <laughs> what does my son need? Young uh, man, <laughs> help me out here. So, uh, we got him this iPhone mini, uh, 12. And, uh, and he, in, and dude, you should have seen his face last night. Yeah, he couldn't stop. Was he lit up? Well, cause he's had, so my kids get a birthday weekend, which is a little opulent, but, um, they they uh so the night before i knew he wanted to surf uh that the next whatever anyway so yeah. the night before i gave him his surfboard that i got him which is this really killer surfboard oh, yeah. we did it over dinner and then and then you know we gave him these like joke gifts and i'm like this is all <laughs> we had you, how did you do it at the dinner table did you like take all the food out? it's like all right clear the table that, surfboard. That, yeah. <laughs> no no we uh we gave him like all these fake gifts like yeah. like a, a, a bag look gift bag with like uh takis and oh. uh and goldfish a big thing of goldfish like, here you can put this by your bed and then I, and a deck of cards he, he was he was and looking dude, at you like and a deck of cards what yeah. Wait, what? Do you imagine a deck of cards? So, uh, and I'm like, here you go, man. And he opened up and he's like, oh, okay, great. And I go, listen, you know, your sister just had a birthday and a lot's been going on. And that's, uh, so we kind of got behind. <laughs> that's what I said. And, uh, <laughs> deck of cards. Now, knowing that and going back to the end, the deck of cards, yeah. like, here, buddy, go ahead. And uh, here, I know how much you love these. And uh, <laughs> that's what I told him. Some and I was talkies. trying to, I was trying to sell him on the, <laughs> On the so cards funny. as the main gift, and he's looking at me like, "Holy crap, is this really happening?" And then, <laughs> he's questioning his whole life, like, "What have I been doing? Goes, Do they not love me?" He goes, "He goes, oh yeah, these are." And he was in his defense, he's like, "Oh, right on, man, I can re- learn some tricks with it." <laughs> What a guy! <laughs> Poor guy. So, so then I go, uh, hang on a second. I go, I, I, you know, I get up from the table and I run outside, get a surfboard, and then I walk in, and I and I'm standing there, and he's like trying to open his cards, and he, he's not looking up, and I'm standing there with a surfboard, and and my wife has her camera on, and everybody's like videotaping this, and I'm standing there with the surfboard in the kitchen, and he's like trying to get his, and he can't get his cards open, and I can see he's like bummed that he can't get them open, but also bummed that he is <laughs> that trying he, at all, that he has, that he has them. <laughs> He's like, he's like, and I can't open this stupid. Thing. He's like, just get my cards and stupid cards open, and and and, and I go, Grayson, Grayson, do do you see it? And he goes, yes. And he's like, I go, no, do you see this? And I finally he turns and looks. He's like, whoa, what is that? What is that? And it was the exact board. Oh. Here's what happened. We were in Hatteras, and yeah. we we went through. We had been surfing all weekend up there, and we found this really cool place to surf. And then on the way out of town, it's like the nighttime. It's like almost closed. We went to the best surf pla- surf shop on the East Coast called Real Water Sports. Real Water Sports, huge place. And we talked to these guys there. We're like, uh, he's this size, and we have these small waves down there, and you know, Tybee, and we got to kind of like get him a better board that like fits him. And this guy walked him through all the different dynamics and the sizes of the thicknesses and the the lift and the tail and all this stuff. And we kind of settled on this one board. Uh-huh. It took a lot. 
of pictures of different boards and sizes, but the one that we really settled on was like a $790 board, this uh, really expensive board uh, called a, a Hydra, a Lost Hydra. Ooh, and Hydra. it had these, you know, I took a picture of the dimensions, and then we got back here, and I started looking it up on Facebook Marketplace, and I'm like, this one kind of matches, and that yeah. one kind of matches. And then um, and then uh, I f- I'm looking, and, uh, and, the- and then all of a sudden it pops up. A lost Hydra, a used lost Hydra that it was like a month old. <laughs> you're like fixing to make this whole thing for him and recreate it. And you're I was like, gonna, oh, it's right here. I was going to try to find like some crappy knockoff version of what we got size wise, you know. Yeah. But it was this really nice uh, like board. OG. Like the, it was the one. So I, I call the guy and I go, what happened? I, I go, oh, what, wow. ha- what happened that you got to sell this board? And he goes, oh, I moved down from from Cape Hatteras from up there yeah. and uh, and I moved down here and the waves are too small for me for this board because I'm 180 pounds and I'm like oh I'm buying it for my son uh, wh- where'd you buy it and he goes real water sports and, and I look at the measurements it's the exact same measurements Damn. it's the exact same board that's that's like a miracle man a and I bought holiday it for miracle, half bro. the price I mean it was crazy Dang. yeah and so I put it I hit it at my friend's house and then uh, and he just looks up from the cards from his cards like, from his crappy gift what what, what? <laughs> Thought the thing on the ground <laughs> he couldn't believe it dude <laughs> And uh, and then he was like glowing, and he, and he he this is a cool thing because this never happens with him. He doesn't, he has no as as uh, I think um, uh, Norm Macdonald said once about Dave Letterman. He has no truck for the sentimental. Just my son, truck for the sentimental. Have you ever heard that term? No, has no truck for the sentimental. Means he doesn't like like hugs and crying and thank no. thank yous and apologies and all that stuff is very foreign to him. He's very like yeah, so guarded. Just just, just you know sentimental, yeah, just yeah, sentimental. yeah. So. So he looks at me and he goes, this is really sick. This is really sick. Yeah, got Thank you so much. And then he and then he reached over to hug me and I, I just started bawling, dude. Because wow. like, I remember wanting yeah, stuff and that. not being able to get it. And he, he got it. And he was like, and he, and he goes, don't cry. Don't just stop crying. <laughs> oh. <laughs> we had the best moment, dude. Wow. Yeah. Isn't that cool? With, with the teenager, with your newly, yeah, newly we don't, made teenager. He and I don't get those a lot. You know, yeah. we don't do a lot of that emotional stuff. So the, having that moment and having him open up to it like that was super special. And, and that's great because you're such a loving person too. Yeah. Like, tell wanna, people you love them all the time. All like, the time. Like, I want to cry all the time. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, man. I only get to do it every once in a while when someone else is willing. <laughs> Are you going to let me cry, bro? Okay. Yeah, I don't want to go sit in my office and cry alone. That's creepy. Yeah, what are you talking That's about? like being a drunk where you drink yeah, alone. Yeah, you drink it alone. Yeah. <laughs> That's like crying alone. Like... I'm an emotional holic. Fine. <laughs> or whatever. Find somebody to cry with. Yes. Okay. So that so that uh, was re- so that was the night before. So then yeah. then uh, last night we did the whole gift thing. And, um, and again, because it's his actual birthday last so, night. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. So we did dinner. Okay. We did a birthday dinner. Mama made a birthday dinner. We had been surfing. And so we came back on the new board. You know, we came back and uh, surf, came, back, came in had surf. dinner. And, um, and we're eating dinner together, all of us, the kids and everybody. And then we did the gifts with Gray. And we did all everybody else's gifts. Grandma and everybody else had sent. And then we did the FaceTime sh- yeah. stuff you do. And then and – then, uh, it was all done, and uh, and he's like, "Oh, I got a cool watch," and he has, so he's stoked. He was lit up, and man. I'm like, "Right on!" Super and then I, I went and that. snuck in, and I put this bag on the table that that a gift bag with the phone in it that you and I got, and, uh, and oh, to top it off, right? It's just sitting there. What? <laughs> it's just sitting there, and I go, "Did you open that one?" And he goes, "What? Oh, what do you, what do you mean? Did I open it?" And I go, "Well, I don't know. I'm just it's just, just sitting there. Go you look did, in you there. Didn't you see mean? that one? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like snuck it in, and that's when he pulled out the phone, dude, and he's like, "Wait." And he goes, well, and oh, and I had done this. So this blew him, blew him major, away. Man. This distracted him. I had taken a picture of my eyeball mm. and put it on his home screen so that it looked like it, I was always watching him <laughs> so, as a joke, right? Yeah. So he opens it up and it's my eyeball looking up from a phone. And he's like, ha ha. He goes, that's funny. He thought that was the joke. And it was my phone with my eyeball. Oh, wow. He didn't realize. He thought it was, it was his, joking. He didn't realize it was his phone. No. Yet. And I go, no, grab the phone. And he grabs it and, I, and he goes, cool. Yeah, I get it. It's eyeball. I go, no. Son, that's your phone. And he goes, right, yeah, it's looking right, at yeah, me. It's, uh, yeah, it's looking at me. I go, no, that's your phone. Oh, Yours. Oh, He's never had a phone before. I go, that's your phone. He goes, wait a minute. What do you mean my phone? I go, it's yours. <laughs> he's like, dude, he couldn't accept the fact that he had a phone. Yeah, he's like, wait, wow. I don't get it. I go, it's yours. Yours to have. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> On top of getting the surfboard, yes! on, top, on top of the party, on top of the dinner, like isn't yeah. that cool? You've never had a phone before, yeah? Here you go, thirteen, get it. I just feel like thirteen was a big deal. I wanted to make it special. Wow, yeah, Great. yeah, and it did. And then you, you know, you feel it from them where they're like, where they can appreciate something you did, mm-hmm. and they treat you like I want you to know. I'm not saying it out loud exactly, but I want you to know that I appreciate yeah. what you're doing. You know, I I just love the way you you parent. 
Cause really? Dude. That's just gift giving. <laughs> no, I mean, <laughs> that is. Look, look. I mean, if you have problems with your kids or like say you guys have a certain relationship, but you're just always pouring in love. Oh, right. You just continuously pour in love. You know, sometimes I think yeah. parents and like, like, like child and parent relationships can get, you know, weaker over time because, I don't know, stubbornness or whatever. Uh-huh. Or, you know, like. But you just keep on pouring the love, and I think that's what makes a good parent. I mean, yeah, that's basic. You, that's gift giving. But like, that's kind of how you and I, personality wise, how we def- what we default to, isn't it? Yeah, whether it's giving our time, giving tears, giving things like, yeah, just that's our default, which yeah. makes it. Yeah, I agree. I think it's a good parenting trait, but it's yeah. not like I thought about it. Yeah, I mean, it came from your heart, which is even better. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So it's like, and I just I, I love that. I love that. That's just, cool. Just always love being poured in, and he. It just it changes people when you give them love. It does especially when they feel I'm, like, unloved I'm, or they don't love yeah. themselves. Yeah, yeah. To feel that love from somebody else to remind them, like, "Yo, I love you. I care about you. You need to love yourself and respect yourself and, and all these things." It just adds to it. It's just very, especially if it's genuine. Here's the double edged right. sword of that: yeah. is that if you if you're <clears throat> if it's not genuine and you're just like kind of doing it to do it, then it's the opposite of good mm. because it's patronizing or something. Yeah. Or it seems selfish for your for the giver. Oh, oh, oh just for gains. Like, see like, what I'm saying? Oh, so like it's, it's, it's almost detrimental to the person that you're pretending to love or whatever. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. If you're not really giving pure, if you don't know how to do it, and you're not doing it just in an in a way that's like real, like I just want the best for you, mm-hmm. um, then it has a different feel to it, and it feels like manipulation, yeah. and it it has the opposite effect on the person. Do you agree no, on the I, receiver? I, I, I agree one hundred percent. Like yeah. fake love, yeah, it has the opposite effect. It closes the person off more because they feel un, uh, they feel unsafe. You know, like they can't trust people because that's manipulation. Mm. So they have this new experience of being manipulated by someone they thought they that cared for them. Wow. See what I'm saying? No, so that's that. why it's super it's super important to it's a responsibility to yeah. love somebody the right way. It's our responsibility to love. Yeah, because I mean, I'm guilty yeah. of it. We're like, I'm not feeling it, but I'm like, you know, even with, in like love relationships, marriages and stuff, we do that. My wife and I sometimes where I'm like, oh, let's, <clears throat> I got to show some love here or whatever, like, you know, mm. and I'll catch myself saying I love you when I'm not really meaning it. Yeah. And that's not good. Can't do that. <sighs> would you, you Would you then say like pettiness or someone being petty and with someone they love, like that can be a way of you... Uh, I guess shutting your love off, like the channels of love that you have between someone else. When when, when there's air of pettiness, you know what I mean. Like, or you resent somebody for something, and then you're petty about it, and you're you're not willing to just you know to to not be stubborn and yield to whatever it is. Like, what is what does that show? What do you think about that? Because I because I see that happen a lot too, especially growing up. I saw a lot of closed it. off. Yeah, just, you mean like not opening yourself up? Yeah, just like you know, get into an argument, and then there's like the no. love is yeah, no apology, no apology, just no love, no like, ownership, yeah, no, no ownership. accountability, dude. Yeah, it's it's what we always talk about. It's accountability, mm-hmm. and if you can be emotionally accountable in your relationships, then you can maintain them. Facts. <clears throat> because even if you screw up, no matter how bad mm-hmm. things are, you can always maintain that relationship if you stay accountable. If you're like, listen, um, you know, I screwed. It, it, we do it in. In jujitsu, where you're rolling with somebody, I make mistakes, man. I mean, like I held on to uh, a guy the other day, um, no names, but I, I was like right. ch- during our back take stuff, and I was holding a choke yeah. at a weird angle, like too long, and he was trying to get out. So the combination of me holding that choke in a non-choking way and mm. like thinking, hey, I'm gonna pull it in this direction, this works, and and he's like trying to twist out and being stiff in one way, and I got his shoulder blocked. It ended up kind of tweaking his neck, oh. and he's like, God. Because it wasn't really a joke, and he and he like was kind of mad about it, and I don't blame him. What? what and belt? I felt really bad. What, purple what belt was he? Purple. Mm. And so I felt bad, but I mean, you know, yeah, you, you automatically you think, well, he should have known better, blah blah blah. But I should have known better than to keep that choke at a weird yeah, angle. Sure. I should have just let go of that and moved on. But I was holding it, thinking maybe I can finish it at a different angle, and that was a dumb thing for me to do, knowing that his neck is in jeopardy. Yeah. So that that. So I had to be accountable. The point is, the accountability was critical. Mm-hmm. I should I shouldn't have put myself in that him in that position in the first place. But I also needed to then on the mat say to him and demonstrate to him several times, yeah. "I'm concerned about your neck. I'm yeah. sorry I did that. Just that stop. was wrong. Yeah. Yeah. Let him know. Like, hey man, you know, I'm that was me. Sorry." And yeah. he kept saying, "No, don't worry about it." He he's a little standoffish, so he always. You know, if this kind of thing comes up, I always feel like I'm annoying him. But if I say this, like, but I was like, dude, are you okay? Is your neck all right? I just want to make sure you're okay. I'm, I'm yeah. sorry I did that, you know, wow. because it's accountability. Of course. You I don't want to be like, oh, fuck that guy, you know, whatever. Because yeah, like, he's going to be like, oh, like Colin, I don't fuck with Colin, you know, just. Yeah. 
Yes. I just, regardless of whether or not he even forgives me or any of that other stuff, I got to do that and hold and hold myself accountable mm-hmm. and be in the practice of doing that so that when I step outside of my limits of what I believe is good and right by accident, even right. I still know that like my, my reaction it's like when you drill, right. you drill. Your you drill. body moves the right way with jujitsu yeah. when you drill a lot. Yeah. If you don't drill, you got to think about it, then do it. Same thing for this. Yeah. Accountability has to be drilled. Yeah, because you want this like unconscious react like response to life. Right. So that, in a marriage or a love relationship, same yeah, thing. Yeah. Wouldn't you say? Yeah, of course. I'd say definitely. Even more so because it's in a relation. It's an intimate relationship. On the mat, everybody's vulnerable. Yeah, super vulnerable. I mean, we're, yeah. we're, we're actively attacking one another, so like anything yeah. is vulnerable. Dude, that's at any a marriage. Time. It's a marriage. Dude. <laughs> same, <laughs> same. Constantly attacking each other. Well, sort of. I mean, you're constantly vulnerable to true, each other. True. So the potential attack, or uh, maybe an, even an unconscious one. You know, one where one's not really flowing in their present mind, and they say something out of offhand, or they do something that might be harmful, or hurtful, uh-huh. and they don't realize it. Maybe unbeknownst to them, they were hurtful, or inadvertently they were hurtful. That happens a lot. I used to uh, <clears throat> I used to think that alcoholism, you know, like overt alcoholism, where people drink a ton of alcohol at one time, yeah. and uh, and they get blacked out, drunk together as a couple, and then they wake up in the morning. They have this oh. ability to say, ah, we were hammered, and you know, uh, whatever, and they don't want to. It's a glass house, so they don't mm-hmm. want to hold each other accountable. So they they or themselves, so they just kind of forgive each other and and move on. But I feel I felt like what I was going to get at here is that I felt like the worst thing you can do is be a little buzzed the the real thing that chips away at a marriage or relationship in my experience mm. is having three glasses of wine and saying that thing you might not say that's just like subtly hurtful but you don't have that i was hammered excuse mm. that was you dude, yeah that was saying the thing you feel yep so now you better deal with that or if you don't you got a problem like that's a real thing and yeah. i feel like that the afternoon wine drinking and all that stuff yeah. that is little, that opens the door no. that well yeah that's yeah but it's that it's that maintenance mm. three four glasses of wine in the evening and that kind of thing that in my experience you know i ha- i'm definitely traumatized by alcoholic people from childhood yeah. but um but and it's a trigger for me but i would say that's where the real damage comes in Mm. Is that because you can't say, wow, that guy was trash. Did you hear all the weird stuff? And he can't be like, hey, I'm going to make a change. That's the wrong way to live. But he literally just was being him. Yeah. That's his person on the daily. What he really thinks of you. Yeah. And yeah, alcohol- that's bad. Yeah. And it's a truth serum, really. Like when people are drinking, you know, like what they're saying is honest. Um, yeah, bro. I- <laughs> it's interesting to me when, I, when I'm on the mats and I'm thinking about the same thing about accountability. And I'm like, well, me being a brown belt or whatever, I'm rolling this white belt. Like, for instance, I was telling you you guys the story at Friendship Coffee. And I was like, I'm rolling with this guy. He's 51 years old. He's brand new. And mm-hmm. he's, like, thrashing around because we're doing, you know, the, the back attack exercises mm-hmm. and stuff. He's yeah. thrashing around, moving around. And I'm not going to put him in a vulnerable state, but I'm going to let him move. Yeah. You know what I mean? There was a moment where he really drove into me. And I was like, man, if I if I hold him here in this he control position, he's going to twist his own body. So mm-hmm. I went with it. And then afterwards, I, I talked to him about it, you know, used longevity. I, I sounded like Pedro. I was like, I was channeling my inner Pedro. <laughs> <laughs> Pedro has this this longevity talk at every seminar. Sustainability. And sustainability. Yeah. And it's great. I love hearing it. I think everybody in the room at that time is always needing to hear it. Yeah. I think all of us at any time are always needing to be reminded about longevity and what we're doing. Because I yeah. think we get unconscious with our bodies, and that's why we're all hurting. Like, ah, ah. well, you should have should have conceded there. Yeah, like you should have just backed off there. You should have yielded there. But there's this moment of like tension because we had to get it. We had yeah. to get it. And I'm noticing now I'm rolling with James, and we're having such fun rolls. Because you're supple. Yeah, yeah, super supple. Woo! I have to be. Because supple technique. Because he's a crafty dude, and anything he does, I'm. Definition of micro adjustments, and you mm. you, won't, you won't even notice James is making them. Yeah, like I mean, and he's so like assertive with the micro adjustment. It's like he's just deliberate. He's always there. He's, he's just deli- there when he's passing your guard. It's a deliberate guard pass. It's not like um uh uh. It's oh, like oh yeah. It's just shifting angles, cutting and finding ways around. So it, it feels almost overwhelming. Yeah, but it's because his decision making is quick. Yeah, it's like over an it, overwhelming. It's like you're fighting a fish. Just like with moving. legs, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like how you're, fish move. You're fighting a whole. They alligator. move quick and deliberately. Yeah. Oh yeah. That's how it feels yeah. for a cat. I mean, you you want to be slippery, and he feels slippery everywhere, mm-hmm. especially when you're on top of him. I'm like, dang, you're slippery. Mm-hmm. If I if I if I if I put my weight over here at all, he's gonna take advantage of it because mm-hmm. he's just so connected and feeling. So I, I I've adopted that. And now when I train with him, I'm like loosening up moments. More simple. I'm, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not all like 
holding tension in my arms. And my, what I used to do is hold a lot of tension in my biceps, mm-hmm. and I noticed that my arms would burn out. Oh, like yeah. I'm, I'm lap pulling so hard, I'm holding on to something so hard, and that's what burns us out the most is oh, those, yeah. the grip game. Well, this back take week has been gnarly for me because my uh, the rotator cuff outer tendons here, these guys, yeah. I guess that's what they are, these tendons, um, they're like fully inflamed right now from holding people in position. Oh, yeah. Because we do that, that drills. It's like, don't, yeah, we yeah, do the butterfly grip from the back with a seatbelt. And I'm like, you know, trying to like get the feel for like how much control you have for the upper body yeah. if you lose the hips. And so we're doing that as a drill. And I find myself like really stressing these tendons. So I've take, I'm taking a couple days because I, li- I went you to gotta push. rest that. Like. I, went, I was in public, dude. <laughs> and I went to like push a door open and uh, my tendon was like, no, nah, you're not doing that. So <laughs> as I literally slammed my face right into a glass door. <laughs> ah, <laughs> it looked like I couldn't push the door. <laughs> and everybody would show, like gasp it's like oh, is that guy okay <laughs> over slowly like wait that guy can't push open a door get, get your life together man. he looked so fit <laughs> he came in here with his shirt off and yeah he was he flexing jujitsu shirt on he looks like a tough guy and he can't yeah. even open a door <laughs> so tap out on it yeah then he like limps in hey can you lift my bagel <laughs> weakling uh, if you could please bring that to my car <laughs> he's just like this. paul says weakness colin Bolton. <laughs> Damn! Shout out to Paul. Shout out to Goon Panda. Miss him on the podcast. Speaking of strength, yeah, but but the point is that like um, the gripping and the holding. So I've noticed that what you said about Jimmy and I mean about James, I did that with my last roll with James because we were rolling pretty much daily for uh, a few days at least, and um, I don't normally do that with mm-hmm. him. Um, but I just kept just jumping right in first thing. I'm like, hey, how's it going? Let's go. And uh, and then I was doing slap and bump because bump. I was fresh. Yeah, and I'm like, let's go. And 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 I thought I can be conscious now here i'm not in the habit of holding doing whatever i can be consciously supple and so i was consciously supple in the mm-hmm. first half of every round with him then eventually he you know through the dominance and whatever was yeah, happening i would start on. to hold up a little more and then i have to like fight my mind and so that's what i'm grappling with right now mm-hmm. literally and physically is, is being supple with him because mm-hmm. i did better when i was supple yeah and that's the art of yielding to win and pedro says it all the time it's like, yield to win you gotta sometimes let people move most of the time, honestly, because they're gonna go, they're gonna go. Relationships, wedding, <laughs> marriages, same. It's love like, relationships. And it's funny because James says this a lot too, and this is kind of how he lives. I think it's uh, I I adopt it. It's letting people's true color fly, like letting people be themselves, so you can see the truth about them. Uh-huh. You know, I think, and that's and that's a good way to have good perception and uh, follow your intuition a little bit more because because yeah. you're not trying to control the situation. You're letting it move and see what direction it's going to go, and you're feeling where its power is coming from, so you know how to offset. And that's pretty much what you're doing in jujitsu, especially when you're on the top. Like, yeah, you got to know. Or I'm sorry, when you're on the bottom. Too. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, both, both, really, because you got to know where the bottom guy is getting his bridge power from, or the direction, <laughs> yeah. or, or the direction of which his force is coming from. You're like, oh, his foot's right there. If I angle this way slightly, he can't drive into me. You know, he might still do it because he's kind of impa- he's impatient. Yeah, like, and because when you're putting pressure on people, it yeah. forces people to it, it puts a sense of urgency on them, mm-hmm. and they make decisions that aren't the best because they got to do it now. Otherwise, they're going to continue to suffer, and their brain just makes that decision. And so you're trying to offset people's decision making by like by tricking them. Yeah, and his 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 understanding of jujitsu is so advanced right now that he's able to yeah. think uh, about the psychology of the person he's rolling with and the decision they will make when he puts certain pressures on. Yes, and this kind of this person will do this, not just a person, yeah. but this, this person. person who I'm rolling with you, good slap and bump. He's good, doing that in a go. split second all the time. He's in the matrix. And that's matrix. Yeah, that's that's yeah. jujitsu matrix. A lot of high level guys are there, you and uh, yeah, that's really where I aspire to keep my mind. Sometimes I do get caught up in the battle, and especially when I go to competition. Like I get caught up in like the fight uh-huh. of it, and, yeah. and, I, and you're I fighting step... a person, not this person. Yeah, exactly. And yeah. I'm, I'm living mostly my body, and my conscious mind isn't really working that much sometimes when the adrenaline and that uh, that anxiety comes up. Yeah. So it's like really mastering your your adrenaline and your anxiety levels, and being able to manage your cortisol levels under stress and duress. Now you're good. Now everything you you've learned in class can actually flow. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because our bodies know a lot of this stuff. If we just drill it, our bodies can feel it. So it's like we're trying to get to the bliss of being dumb and not caring. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because we're smart and we care. Right, but we're yeah. trying to do it while being smart and caring. <laughs> so it's true, though. It's like we're parenting ourselves at any time. But do you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Like how blissful that is to just a dumb guy who doesn't care. 
isn't going to be caught yeah. up in any of yeah, this yeah, stuff. It's, yeah, that, it's not going to be hung up on anything. Just they're just going to move. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's there go. is. Yeah, there's. That's, that's, why, that's they, why. That's why there's a balance because you have to be able to be cautious too. Take uh, caution yeah, as well. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, just some. some <laughs> you can't some, be totally dumb. Yeah, you can't be walking out to the street. <laughs> <laughs> you could. You could. You could, and then just get subbed like twenty five times. Yeah, but uh, I was I have a bit in my act right now about that about being rich and dumb would be the best way to be rich. Oh, yeah. Dumb and rich is the best way. You don't want to be smart and rich. Yeah, and then you're like, I got all these problems. You got, well, you just got the guilt of being rich. <laughs> you know, the you got to be doing philanthropic work all the time to be able to sleep at night. But if you're dumb and rich, you, and people tell you, you know, there's a lot of people who don't have resources, yeah. and you're like, oh, they're sad. That's well, funny. let them look at my yacht. That makes me happy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm dumb and rich. I don't give a shit. <laughs> All the smart people are like, yeah, I got to do philanthropic work. I got to make sure I And they feel I bad about being rich. Yeah. <laughs> That's uh, where it's like yeah, the dumber. Yeah. Or, 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 or they're like, yeah, I'm smart. I'm going to buy this yacht. We're going to go do this, do that. Invest here. There's bam, bam. Smart. Nothing just, smart about yeah. buying a boat. I don't think. It's crazy. Really? Have you ever heard of Freedom Boat Club? No. I want to do this so bad. All What's right. that? Freedom Boat Club, you buy it for 6000 bucks. You buy a membership. Mm-hmm. And it's like all up and down the East Coast. And then you three fifty a month. Is the maintenance of it right? So okay. it's a one time six fifty. So 6, you're selling 000. out cash on that one boat. time six thousand. Yeah. Then you spend three fifty a month to maintain yeah. your membership. That's it. Now you go to Freedom Boat Club, Savannah Boathouse over here on uh, Bull River, and uh, they got fifty boats right now. They're going to have another twenty by the end of the month, I think. Wow. And uh, and Stacking they're all the like thirty to eighty thousand dollar boats. They're all like really good, nice new boats, yeah. and you can go there, pick any one of them. And and pay for gas only, and you go out on that boat, and that's your boat. You can get for the day or for oh, whatever. Work? Yeah, work. I mean, that's that's definitely the move. Like, why that's would you buy the a move. Boat? If you could just like ride out with your eighty thousand, you could rent yeah. that very easily. <clears throat> what? If, if you're renting it just for gas, pretty much the whole boat. Right. Well, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. yeah so it's just like if, if you if you need to make a music video, you need anything. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's your boat. Jujitsu boat crews going. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. You get like the um, they're not yachts, but they're like yeah. there's a couple bigger ones you got to pay extra. I think a premium for, but mostly they're like little center console boats or like uh, pontoon party boats and stuff like that. And you just you just go and you schedule it and take it out. You know, you hit them on the you know schedule yeah, it, yeah, it or up. you can call them and say, hey, do you have any uh, boats available? And they're like, oh yeah, today's a light day, so you just go there and then you just pay for the gas on it in and out. There's that's, no cleaning fees or any of that. It's all just taken care of. So you're like, why, why would I buy a boat if I can just go? Why freedom, I could have freedom boat club? Different kinds of boats available. <laughs> Isn't that cool? Instead, you spent like $10,000 on this one boat, and you're like, ah, cleaning it, maintenance, all that stuff. That's right. And then the motor blows. (laughs) Right? Then you got a boat in your yard. And the motor is the most expensive part of the boat anyways. Yeah. Yeah, uh, That happens all the time. And then if you keep it, and you're like, I don't want it in my yard because I want to enjoy my yard, you got to spend between two and $400 a month anyway just storing it. Or you could keep it in your yard and flex the boat. Oh, yeah, yeah. And just hang out on your boat. Yeah. <laughs> your yard who does that just imagine yeah like a corvette there. on blocks and you just sit in it <laughs> post it up in the corvette it's a nice corvette damn Man, i know that doesn't run ever <laughs> i drive it for you but i can't right now so <laughs> you know uh for philanthropic reasons <laughs> i don't believe in petrol chemicals so, you know, also it's broken <laughs> So I'm not, yeah, exactly. I'm not emitting any fuels. I'm good. good. Yeah, I don't want to, you know, yeah. I don't want to increase my carbon footprint, so I don't drive it. Also, the motor's blown. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but that's also, that ain't like the real reason. No, that's, the real reason is I care about Earth. Girl. <laughs> F Boy Supreme. Girl. So we can go on a date in my Corvette, but we can't leave the driveway. You know what I'm saying? We can eat in the back seat if you mm-hmm. want. I can lower these seats. And, yeah. I, and, and I got butterflies, suicide doors. A little bit of that FaceTime, girl. <laughs> Come on. In my vet. You see these suicide doors? You mm. see the way this door opens? Mm. Don't need to, I don't need to drive this thing. We're going to get busy in the vet. <laughs> in the we ain't going to leave the driveway. <laughs> Try to get For busy the in the vet. earth. <laughs> Come on. It's philanthropic, baby. Sit with me in my broken down vet for Mother Earth. <laughs> <laughs> it's Earth Day. We're going to save the planet together, girl. You feel that? <laughs> I'm Captain Planet in this Why is it? <laughs> This voice. This character I was use I, I think it's perfect for it yeah. he does a lot of real sketchy stuff doesn't he? <laughs> <laughs> he's out in the corvette in the alley like what are you doing dude? yeah why are you in the corvette alley yeah, it got stuck here are you gonna do the black belt uh brown belt roll tonight no nah, i don't think we're gonna go out it's no it, one's going it ends at eight and oh. and so i'm gonna be at the gym until six starting at one and then it's like an hour to drive <laughs> out there i know <laughs> are you are you going it's, i think it's two to six <laughs> damn brown belt brown. Uh, I don't know. I don't want to get hurt. I want to do like get hurt. I'm just, the white belt. 
Oh, you're the in white belt in that situation? Really? Yeah, yeah. The, no, that's not it. It's just my tendons. I want to rest them for real. My tendons. My tendons are. Ooh, my tendons. <laughs> Uh, don't you? Don't you? We all don't you hate? Were you ever that guy that complained about his injuries? I was joking uh, with you yes the other day. You're like my butt hurts. You kept saying I was I like, you we can talk about your butt all day. I mean, yeah, doing squats, man, back squats. You know, you know there's, don't... but there's always that guy that's like, oh, I got a knee thing in my shoulder. I don't want to ever be that guy, but I think I was once. Yeah, I mean, I'm a hypochondriac, so like anything. But you don't me. talk about it, do you? Sometimes, dude, when, I saw you get when I'm sick. Sometimes I'm like a like. Like I need, I'm babied when I'm sick. I'm like, oh, I'm sick. I got exaggerated a little bit. Yeah, and it, it's weird. It helps me feel better. <laughs> <laughs> That's what you do to feel I better. Know, I don't know why it does that. It's like, oh really? It does it's the like opposite. Medicine? Yeah, it's like, uh, uh, uh. and then, like, like, yeah. and then, then I slow, yeah. I heal quicker. I'm like, you know what? You know, I feel. It's like a trick. Maybe my you mind. were gonna heal either way. <laughs> Being a bitch ain't helping. <laughs> Uh, nah, man, I don't need that medicine. I just uh, act like a bitch. I'm good. Nah, pity party, pity party. Ooh, ooh, and I get healed. Yeah, it could be, could be a thing. Could be. I saw you uh, as Uki with James. Yeah, you got your shoulder locked out. He like exploded in this one thing. You're like, ah. And he's like, oh, sorry. Are you okay? <laughs> just like two days ago, right? It was. Yeah, it was. I was. I don't know what he was doing. I think he was applying a shoulder lock. But he from, smacked your... from from the triangle. Yeah, I think. from yeah. the triangle. And he said, like, he smacked the end of your arm and like yeah, the he, leverage. He was just. Like, it, it was sudden. He just grabbed. I know. It. I, was like, I was like, what the? You're like, ah. <laughs> I was like, oh, God, I hope he's okay. But I just keep thinking one of these times something's going to pop. I just felt something, and I was like, oh, snap. And then I was like, oh, I'm good, I'm good, I'm good. So it wasn't tight all the way. It was, it was He tight. was just doing it for demonstration purposes, but it wasn't all the way in. No, I felt it. Oh, shit. I, I felt it. did it. stretch that tendon. Yeah, but I, I think I adapted to it in the moment. Like, immediately. Bro, I just, like, fle- I just relaxed. Yeah, I just, I, I just feel like one time you guys are going to be drilling some move, and one of your p- body parts is nah, just going to come apart. James is super sensitive to that, too. too. And if yeah, that, if that happens, careful. he, like, adjusts the way he's grabbing. And sometimes, you know, he's got his arms around my neck, and he's, like, just explaining the choke. It, it just and looks he, tight. And, he, and he's kind of choking me, actually. Yeah. And he can tell by the way I'm breathing, like, like the way I'm opening my lungs. And he's like, oh, snap, am I choking Jimmy right now? And he doesn't interrupt the, the, the explanation of the technique. He just keeps going, but he, he releases he, it. He makes little, the adjustments. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, we have this like unspoken communication. Yeah, don't kill me. Yeah, is I'm, that the unspoken like, communication? Like, keep me alive here, dog. I'm trying to keep the flow right. I'm not trying to be like. <laughs> what up with L W L W Jimmy? What's L W Jimmy? L W Jimmy. I don't know. You call him Dragon Paul. Who's that? His name's Paul, Dragon. Yeah. yeah. Talking about Gable I, in the house. I saw Paul on Halloween. He was uh, he was Wolfman Jack. Was he really? I mean, he he had a a, a wolf's. Uh, oh, a wolf! Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I just call him Wolfman Jack because he, yeah. he he had a lumberjack. Do you know who shirt Wolfman on. Jack was? Uh, he was he was a murderer, wasn't he? No, man, radio DJ. Close. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah, Wolfman Jack. But I'm, I, there's a story about Wolfman Jack though. Wolfman it's like, it's like English. Jack. What? No, you're thinking somebody else. Maybe I werewolf. Am. No, Wolfman Jack was a, a radio DJ back in like the seventies, early seventies. Yeah. Wolfman Jack, babies. He he did. That's how he sounded. <laughs> like hey, coming up right now, we're gonna play the Beatles. Yeah, that's it's funny. Hey Jude. We'll be right back with Wolfman Jack. Oh shit! Okay, that's how he sounded. Okay. Yeah, people loved him, and he had like this goatee with like silver in it, and he just he was like a big dude, you know. You do that voice really well. I don't Wolfman know, Man Jack. <laughs> <laughs> he does like the middle aged black man voice, like that's. A white guy, but, really? Wolfman Jack was a white guy. Why does that sound? Hey, Wolfman Jack, man. Well, like, that's he, what people liked about him. Okay, he had, that he had a cool, like he had flavor. You know? Okay, yeah, okay. he had flavor. Okay, okay. he had some soul. Wolfman Jack had some flavor. That's hilarious. Yeah, because that's, uh, that's what people liked about Mitch Hedberg too. Is like, man, you remember Mitch Hedberg, the comedian? You ever see clips of him? I think I've done a minute. He did jokes like, uh, my friend asked me if I wanted a banana. Oh no, a frozen banana. And I was like, no. But then I thought, I want a regular banana later. So, yeah. <laughs> what? I got an ant farm. Those fellas didn't grow shit. <laughs> it's weird stuff, right? Yeah. It's like, what he has better about? ones. I can't remember. But anyway, they're all like one-liner weird twisted b- jokes. And uh, But he had like long hair and uh, wore amber glasses and he talked like that. But he's a white dude. Mm. He just had a way of talking. It was kind of like if you just heard him, you know, anytime somebody would try to explain one of his jokes to somebody who hadn't heard him before, they'd be like, oh, is he a black guy? Nope. He sounds like he sounds. <laughs> I would have thought so. Mm-hmm. It's funny. Some be, it's funny. You can attribute a voice to like <laughs> your skin color. Like, yeah. He sounds white. No, he sounds black. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> I always thought when I did morning radio, I would go in one time and just and be like, hey, yeah. All right. Great. So we're going to promote the show. OK. Yeah. And how many breaks am I on? OK. Two. OK. Great. And then you're going to introduce me. Yeah. Call him on. Um, and these are the dates. OK. Good. All right. And then they'd open the mic. 
back and be like, hey, what's up? And <laughs> just like change just it. Switch yeah, flip mode no, on man, that. This is my, my radio voice. And just, yeah. It's like, it's like being a and rapper. see what like, they say. It's like yeah. sing, singers don't talk the way they sing. And like this is, this is my artist voice. What are you yeah, talking yeah. about? This is how it sounds. Yeah, man. I look forward to you coming out to the club. Seeing the show. You know. You know what I'm talking about. This is how it sounds. This is me. You ain't seen my clips. I'm pretty funny. I'm real funny. <laughs> Yo, that voice is dumb. Yeah, that's dope. But I'm See, real I'm funny. I'll be on uh, radio like that. And then they come out to the show, they'll be like, where's the dude we heard on radio? <laughs> that's a white dude up down. <laughs> Did you see that mother? <laughs> up down. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. That's, that's pretty good voice. That's pretty good. Yeah. yeah you yeah, do it sometimes. I take British voice, too. So oh, yeah? I'm from, uh, like, like, British. Yeah, like, I'm a British comedian. Uh-oh. Running on this, uh. You want to get Hold going? On. I know. Yeah. Let's go ah, get some work done. God damn. All right, you guys have a good day. We love you. Hey. No matter what they tell you. We still love you anyway, even if you didn't comment. Saeed, I'm so sorry about you having to live inside of a gym with sweaty weirdos. <laughs> good luck on that. And their gym is packed, too. Like, I mean, they've got like 70 people on the mats for class. Yeah, they got a line like, of people who want, who want to live next to the laundromat. Jeez. <laughs> Fucking pedigo, man. You guys are killing it. I love it. Hey. Oh, you got the wrong line. I did, I did. Dang, it's the first time you ever got caught up. I'm thinking about John's verse because it's just always in my head. We wonder how we, I don't know why, it's just, it's yeah. such a good verse. John's always in my head too. <laughs> John Eaton, you're always in my head, baby. John's like, yes. Yeah. yeah. I'm going to comment back to these guys. What do they say? Uh, Ian, you suck. Ian, you suck. Baby. <laughs> Ian's on the mat the other night with his cast on, just yeah. walking around. He just walking around looking, helping he's people. He's a consultant. Out. Yeah, he's, gonna say, he's a consultant. That's yeah, right. I, yeah, he's a jujitsu consultant. <laughs> you heard that? Yeah. I go. This is this is really the best the best jujitsu you've ever done. Is when you just stand there and talk about it. <laughs> I was giving him all kinds of crap. Damn. I was like, wow, man. Yeah, I'm almost like I'm more afraid of you right now when you're not doing jujitsu. Yeah, like I, right now your jujitsu is black belt top tier, like yeah, yeah. like the top. The way you talk about it's real advanced. <laughs> I don't want to roll with you on the mask, but it's really advanced right now. <laughs> we made it. So find us on Post Roll Podcast. Thank you to GJJSAV and possibly Friendship Coffee if they ever step up. Hopefully, I mean we just gotta go there. Yeah, just yeah. talk to them. And um. And thank you. Here's your line. And then thank you to um, uh, what was the other? One? Oh, Yerba Mate. Yerba Mate. Ah, Guayaki. 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 Yeah. Yeah. Grown in the mountains. Charles Harriet, we love you. Thanks for always watching our podcast. And um, and check out the Instagram. I'm, I'm going to start putting up the Shishota Pequenas and all that stuff. Yeah. We'll even do some Instagram stuff. We should do it today. We'll do a post. I'm down. And do one. Do a Tabby Timothy too. Yeah, we'll do a Tabby Timothy. Oh, yeah. Go to go uh, Barefoot Comedy Podcast on Instagram. That's going to be all the um, all my stand up kind of weird stuff. Yeah. And then my actual stand-up is ColinLive.com. Anything for you? Um, shoot, Jules Nuclear? Shout out. Uh, look, look me up on Instagram, Jules Nuclear. That's J-O-U-L-E-Z-N-U-K-L-E-A-R. Anyone that watches this, you probably on, on Instagram. No, no, that's okay. We're getting new new people all the time. But yeah, but Zaid's new. If you haven't, though, and you're listening to this, <laughs> sign up for Savannah Newbreed 2021, November 20th. Let's go. November 20th. Yeah, let's pack it out. In We're, Savannah. That's going to be major. Like, that's going to be huge. There's so, uh, many, so many kids are competing and so many families are going to be there. Represent. represent it's the first first time i'm competing in like almost a year and we're having a show yeah. a 10 p.m show on the 20th at uh at Por- front porch comedy on victory drive shout out yeah. 10 p.m show cool okay that's a late night adult show adults only and uh yeah man it'll be me and caleb signing so check it out and we're out peace